The Fight Show on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is brought to you by Shady Rays. Go to ShadyRays.com and use the code SGPN for 50% off two plus pairs of polarized sunglasses. We're also brought to you by the Golf Gambling Podcast's tailor-made Stealth 2 Driver Giveaway. Head over to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash driver to enter today before the big drawing on April 8th. We're also brought to you by Baseball Money is Fake, our fantasy baseball podcast. Join Blake and Ryan three times a week and get all the player breakdowns and statistical data you need to dominate. Israel Adesanya, he has never been beaten at 185 pounds. But Alex Pajera is the boogeyman to Israel Adesanya. Oh my goodness. Pereira landed some really good shots. Nice left hand oh. from the challenger. Oh, oh he hurt him. He hurt him back. At the buzzer. The champ starts to open up now. It seems like we're looking at about three ones pretty comfortably for the champion. Adesanya five minutes away from remaining the UFC standard at 185 pounds. But the danger is still there with Pereira. Oh, oh, You are listening to The Fight Show here, a UFC 287 preview on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. You can follow the Sports Gambling Podcast Network on Twitter at the SGP Network. That's at the SGP Network. You can follow me on various Twitter accounts as well. I'm the host of the Soccer Gambling Podcast, and you can follow me there at SGP Soccer. That's at SGP Soccer. You can also follow me at LockBetting.com. That's at LockBetting.com. That is the Twitter account for the LockBetting Podcast. That is a free sports betting podcast, the home of Das Bundesliga Show. Cashed another lock today on Borussia Dortmund. And also the Twitter account for LockBetting.com. LockBetting.com is my premium pay service that has delivered my clients now 118 months in a row of transparent track profit. We're two months away from being able to say we've been undefeated in sports betting for an entire decade. A decade without a losing month is just two months away. 
Everything is tracked and transparent. You can see all the spreadsheets over at LockBetting.com or you could do some quick research, quick due diligence and have a look at the pin tweet on the Twitter account I mentioned at LockBetting.com. The pin tweet is always the PL from the previous month. We do post PLs and we do post sensible plays. So you can have a look through those spreadsheets and the most significant thing that you'll see, there are no five-star plays. There are no 20-unit whales. There are no 50-star diamond plays or any of that nonsense. It's not monopoly money. It's real money for real clients. And this is a real service that has really delivered 118 months in a row of transparent track profit. You can also follow LockBetting on TikTok. It's the same handle at LockBetting.com where we post 30 to 45 second easily digestible videos on sports betting, giving you key information to pick your winners. So moving on with this edition of the Fight Show, huge UFC card tonight, headlined by two huge main event fights. Uh, The main event and the co-main event are absolutely massive tonight. There will be huge implications for the winner of Jorge Masterville and Gilbert Burns, because I do believe the winner will go on to get a title shot. And of course, Israel Adesanya faces Pereira, looking to avenge the shocking loss from last time. Shocking for some, not so shocking for me here on the show. I did say that was a real, real possibility. Pereira had knocked him out before, not in the octagon, but he had knocked him out previously in kickboxing. And uh, he did it once again in the final round of the last fight. And now Pereira goes into this fight with Israel Adesanya, having beaten him three consecutive times in combat sports. Yet, the bookies still believe that Israel Adesanya is the favourite to win this fight tonight. Israel Adesanya comes in now as the challenger. The bookies have him as the 4-5, to five, minus 125 favourite to reverse an 0-3 record here in combat sports against his opponent and champion Alex Pereira who goes into this one as the 21 to 20 plus money underdog. The method of victory market sees Alex Pereira at two to one to knock out Israel Adesanya again. So TKO KO 25 to one to get it done via submission and five to one to win via a decision. Israel Adesanya is available at 10 to three to reverse that TKO KO with a TKO KO of his own. He's 14 to one via a submission and he's priced up at two to one to get it done via a decision. Now, uh, this is the fourth time, as I said, these two have met in their combat sports rivalry. The Brazilian Alex Pereira is the only man to finish the last style bender once in both kickboxing and in MMA. But what is significant here, and perhaps it's the reason why Adesanya is still a marginal favourite, is the fact that Adesanya was winning on every single scorecard in their most recent fight. And he also almost ended the fight himself in the first round. And while it is somewhat strange on paper that a man who's lost three times to this particular person is now once again a favourite against him, but I actually agree with that reasoning. I actually agree with Israel Adesanya being a favourite. And I put a lot of weight into the fact that he was winning that last fight. Now, Alex Pereira may come out here swinging his hands straight away, feeling confident that he completely has Israel Adesanya's number. 
But ultimately, I do feel that Adesanya will come in here with a game plan and will be able to come away with the W. And the W is what he needs now. The style bender stuff goes out of the window. Previously, I was one of many people who criticized Adesanya for the way he was winning his fights. He was always very conservative. He was always utilizing his reach and and wouldn't really get into a scrap. He wasn't making attempts to really finish his opponents. And that's absolutely fine. Winning at the end of the day is the most important thing. But you're a marketable fighter that the UFC are looking to get behind. They've lost Brock Lesnar. They've lost Ronda Rousey. They've pretty much lost Conor McGregor. We didn't know the status of John Jones at the time. And the company put all of their marketing power behind Israel Adesanya. He had the machine behind him and he wasn't delivering in an entertaining fashion. Now, that's not on Izzy. That's more on the UFC. But what is on Izzy is this goat talk. And he certainly wasn't putting up goat performances. Now, suddenly, the goat talk is right on the back burner because he simply needs to come back here and win back his title. This isn't the first time that he's lost as well. He tried to move up a weight, which was a ridiculous decision. And it was made to look like a ridiculous decision when uh, Jan Blackowitz convincingly beat him at UFC 259 via a decision. He hasn't looked great since taking apart Paolo Costa at UFC 253, but that was back on the 27th of December 2020. Since then, he's gone on to win a unanimous decision against Marvin Vittori, a unanimous decision against Robert Whittaker, a unanimous decision against Jarrett Cannonier, which was one of the most boring fights I've ever seen at UFC 276 in July 2022. And last time out, he was beaten via TKO against Alex Pereira, meaning he's lost two of his last five fights. So we are looking for a bounce back here from Adesanya. But style doesn't matter now because if he doesn't win this fight and just come away with the W, then Israel Adesanya's stock drops significantly. Therefore, because of that reason, because I don't know what kind of um, tactics Pereira is going to implement, whether he's going to come out here feeling confident of taking Israel Adesanya out early, I'm not interested in the over-under rounds here. This fight is priced up at two to five to go over two and a half rounds. There's absolutely no value there, in my opinion. Over three and a half rounds at eight to 13. Again, no value there, in my opinion. And fight to go to distance, yes, is a plus money selection at even money plus 100, or no at eight to 11. Guns to my head, I do think the fight will go to distance. Guns to my head, I do think that Israel Adesanya will be able to grind out a decision. But I also feel that Israel Adesanya will be able to find a counterpunch in the pocket if Alex Pereira does decide to go gun-ho and feel super confident that he has this guy's number and can knock him out now anytime he wants. That will be a mistake and that will be a dangerous thing to do against a counterpuncher like Israel Adesanya. I'm not saying that's how it's going to play out. But if it does, I do fancy Israel Adesanya. If it doesn't, I still fancy Israel Adesanya. I fancy Israel Adesanya to not succumb to the pressure of wanting to be the GOAT, to not succumb to the pressure of being in the main event, to not succumb to the pressure of trying to find a finish because he's been criticised for not finishing people. He needs to win. He needs to do what champions do and bounce back and beat people that beat you. He needs to learn from the loss and turn up here and reverse that and get his first win 
in combat sports against Alex Pereira. Now, we saw Kamara Usman completely disappoint in the same spot a few weeks ago against Leon Edwards. He did not take the fight to Edwards and he was the victim of that old cliche, you have to beat the champion. And that's what Israel Adesanya needs to do here. If he does win it on the scorecards, he needs to deliver three clear, wide rounds here to win the fight. Is he capable of doing that? We'll find out tonight. In my opinion, he does. I'll keep this selection nice and simple. I like Israel Adesanya to get his hand raised tonight. We're going to take Israel Adesanya outright just to win the fight. And we'll take them at the price of 4-5, to five, minus 125 in tonight's main event. Before we move on to looking at the co-main event here as Jorge Masterval takes on Gilbert Burns, let me tell you guys here about Underdog Fantasy. We are brought to you by Underdog Fantasy and Underdog Fantasy is a great place to get down on fantasy and player props all year long. Underdog Fantasy has your favourite NBA, NHL and MLB daily games. Plus, they're already doing best ball drafts for the 2023 NFL season. Head over to underdogfantasy.com and use the promo code SGP for a 100% deposit bonus up to $100. That's underdogfantasy.com and the promo code SGPN. Let me also quickly tell you guys about the driver giveaway. We're also brought to you by the Golf Gambling Podcast and their tailor-made driver giveaway. The contest is actually completely free to enter and you have a chance to win an awesome tailor-made driver. The drawing will take place on Sunday, April 8th. So make sure you get in by going to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash driver. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash driver. Before we move on to covering the fight between... Masvidal and Burns. Let's have a listen to what Kamara Usman had to say. We mentioned Kamara Usman earlier on in the show. He spoke about this fight prior to his defeat against Leon Edwards. Perhaps he was looking ahead a little bit too much, but um, he was asked about the winner of this fight. So let's have a listen to what he had to say. Just a quick one here. I just wanted to get your thoughts on uh, Jorge Masvidal and Gilbert Burns for Miami. How do you think that goes down? That is a spectacular fight. Spectacular fight. I will be there, hopefully, as the first, two, well, third, two-time UFC champion. Was it the Matthews GSP? Did Matthews didn't do it? Yeah, I thought so. So, you know, being there with the greats. So, um, being as a two-time UFC welterweight champion, I will be there watching. But I think that is a spectacular fight. I think, uh, obviously, we all know Gilbert Burns is grappling. You know, once he gets you down, you know, it's, you're in for some, you know, you're in for some work. And, um, and believe it or not, Jorge Masvidal is a, it's a unique style for a guy to be a kickboxer, stand straight up. He, he's directly standing straight up, but he's so hard to take down. And I think, um, you know, that's not going to be as easy as it looks. I think that's a spectacular fight. I will be there front and center as a fan watching because, you know, I don't go to too many more events. So I would definitely will be there as a fan watching. And um, I can't wait to watch that one. Yeah, so he actually said it's not going to be as easy as it looks. Perhaps he was um, referring to the betting line here because the betting line 
makes this look like a very, very easy night's work for Gilbert Burns with um, Masvidal, the significant underdog. Now, obviously, for marketing reasons, it would be beneficial to the UFC if Jorge Masvidal was to win this. That does open the door up to a lot of fights. He could go on to fight Leon Edwards. He could go on to fight Connor. It throws Connor and Masvidal back into the mix as well. Along with, of course, Connor needing to win his fight against uh, against Chandler. But again, even if Chandler does beat Connor, Chandler Masvidal is a fight that you could do. Um, Masvidal Edwards is a fight that you could do as well. But there's loads of different options, and all fighters are more marketable than Gilbert Burns. But Gilbert Burns here is a significant favourite for a reason. The bookies have him as a one to five minus five hundred favourite to win the fight, with Masvidal priced up at seven to two plus 350. Gilbert Burns is at 10 to 3 to get this done via TKOKO, 21 to 10 via submission and 6 to 4 to get it done via a decision. Masvidal is 7 to 1 via TKOKO, 20 to 1 via submission and 12 to 1 to get it done via a decision. The over-under markets here see the over two and a half rounds priced up at um, at 10 to 11 with the under two and a half rounds at four to five. Fight to go to distance, yes, six to five plus 120 and no at four to six minus 150. This seems cut and dry, but Kamara Usman just said himself that it's not as easy to get Jorge Masvidal down as you would think. He has some really, really solid takedown resistance. He's a 51-fight veteran and has literally seen it all in the cage. And while he has been taken down by the likes of Colby Covington and Kamara Usman, who wouldn't be taken down by those two fighters? It's always been tough to take him down. And um, Gilbert Burns, he isn't the type of guy to spam double legs, especially considering the toll that strategy will take on his gas tank. But again, probably benefits from the fact that this is a three-round fight. On the map, Masvidal, for me, isn't a fish out of water. In his lengthy career, he's actually only been submitted twice uh, I don't think that's a position that Gilbert, Gilbert Burns can put him into that can make him panic. And um, therefore, I don't feel that we'll see a submission here in this fight. I think Gilbert Burns winning it is a definite possibility. But I think it's a possibility that that will take place here on the scorecards instead of Gilbert Burns taking this guy down and, and scoring a submission. As for on the feet, um, Masvidal is going to be dangerous here for the full 15 minutes. I think Gilbert Burns will want to avoid the, the striking battle here with Jorge Masvidal, but that can be unavoidable if your takedowns are not working. Masvidal will have the advantage on the feet. That's not to say that Gilbert Burns is by any means a subpar fighter, but if you're not consistently taking this guy down and you are forced to engage in a stand-up battle, suddenly being a 1-5 to five minus 500 favourite, doesn't make too much sense. Burns is a solid striker. He probably has the edge in power, but Masterval will look to put the pressure on Burns and pick him apart to end up setting up a, a finish or a finishing blow. But I think more likely via a TKO KO, Masvidal has the edge in reach and I expect him to use that to full advantage to, to, to sway off the takedowns and also to do damage. 
He would have been disappointed by his efforts against Covington and Usman. But at the end of the day, I feel that they are superior fighters here to Gilbert Burns. And um, I don't believe that off the back of those losses that Masvidal should be priced up here as a plus 350 underdog. Do I think that Masvidal will win this fight? No, I think Gilbert Burns will find a way to get it done on the scorecards. But you have to be taking a shot here on Jorge Masvidal, especially via a TKO KO at the price of 7-1. to one. And if you are going to bet Gilbert Burns, I would probably take him only via a decision. I don't see Masvidal getting tapped out here. So Gilbert Burns has some appeal at the price of 6-4 to four plus 150. Taking both of those selections, Selections here on this fight, you will end up making a profit. I don't see Gilbert Burns getting a stoppage. I don't see Gilbert Burns getting a submission. Masvidal certainly isn't going to get a submission. And if he wins on the scorecard, it's going to be because he's done more significant damage on the feet and has managed to sway off all of the takedowns here or most of the takedowns that Gilbert Burns has managed to try enough to keep it standing and enough to establish dominance in the striking game. So there's the ways that I think it could potentially play out. And I definitely thinks there's some value there just isolating some of the scenarios that I don't see happening and taking some of the scenarios which I think are more likely to develop closing out with your lock here on this show I've only really made one concrete solid prediction here on this show so obviously that is going to be the lock the lock on this show is going to be on Israel Adesanya to get the win his first win in four attempts against Alex Pereira in combat sports I think Israel Adesanya was en route to a victory last time and I believe this time he will be able to avoid that flurry that saw him get stopped in that final round. I actually feel that despite winning the fight, Alex Pereira is the one who has to come into this and make more adjustments than Israel Adesanya does. And I think that's a more difficult task. Adesanya is a guy who can come into this fight and he can point to that one exact moment in the fifth round of their fight at UFC 281 to see where everything actually went wrong for him. Pereira, I think he has more catching up to do. And as counterintuitive as that sounds, given how their past three fights have actually ended, I do believe that um, Israel Adesanya has the advantage here. He just needs to do pretty much exactly what he did for 22, 23 minutes of the last fight. And he gets his hand raised here and he ends up with his first victory in four attempts against Alex Pereira. So as much as it is a little bit odd to take him here and take him as a favourite against the guy who's defeated him three times and has even knocked him out on two occasions, we are going to make our lock Israel Adesanya to bounce back and get the win. And we take that at the price of four to five minus 125 here in this one. That's it for me and this edition of The Fight Show. But The Fight Show will be back next weekend as Joe Joyce steps back into the ring. He's quickly establishing himself as a top heavyweight contender. And while we do that podcast, we will be talking about the overall picture in the heavyweight division at the moment. Until then, good luck with all of your bets as always. And thanks for listening.